0: This is the Business Tech Playbook, your source for IT help for your business. BJ, we take this podcast far too seriously. It's true. It's true. Which is why today we're going to do something a little different. We're a Business Tech Playbook
1: podcast to help you with your business and technology needs. So instead, we're going to give you a break from our regular scheduled programming and tell you a little bit about how BJ and I have done... Uh, Pranks in the business, generally IT-related pranks, and hopefully you can get a uh, nice break out of this in between the helpful podcasts that we
0: do. Well, and so some of it might be pranks, and some of it we'll be talking about some really funny tickets we've gotten over the last 12 years of being in business and uh, having done some really funny IT bits. At the end of the day, it's we're going to talk a little bit about business, talk a little bit about technology and talk a lot about some of the funny things that kind of happen as a result of it. So I'll start the party. Beautiful. Uh, Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Let's just jump right in. The first thing that I did in a business setting, and yes, I did this, I I shouldn't have in retrospect, and I, I see clearly why I was brought into the manager's office for the conversation, but I purchased a device. And I was using it for company purposes. This is not me, you know, just using the company dollar for company's sake. I purchased a device that is called a USB rubber ducky. Now, for those of you that don't know what a USB rubber ducky is, uh, you know what a flash drive is, that lovely little stick you plug into the USB port on your computer to save files and data. So I had a USB rubber ducky because I was using it for automation. Uh rubber ducky is a device that looks just like that flash drive. You plug it into the computer, and instead of having something stored on it, It pretends it's a keyboard and then sends a command to the computer and can do something to the computer when it's plugged in. People use this for penetration testing, sometimes for bad things. Uh, We were using it for a test of automation deployment on a piece of equipment. I, however, used it to see if the employees at the company I was at are silly enough to pick up a flash drive from the parking lot, bring it inside the building, plug it into their computer, uh, because that is a security risk. Some people use those rubber duckies as these, you know, vulnerable points. Well, I knew the person that worked at the front desk of the business i was at and i knew she was very nice but didn't listen to any of the conversations we had and i was going to have a little fun and prank her so i left the usb river ducky and i put a shell a plastic shell on it to make it look legitimate of the business name that we worked at it looked literally same excellent same company covers company logo it was sitting right in front of the building she picks it up and plugs it into her computer. Now, what she didn't know is what the device was. I had it set so it immediately would change her wallpaper to a glorious picture of long-haired Nicolas Cage. I, I, you can you can picture the movie hair flowing in the background, the whole thing, and that's all it would Please do. Please tell me it was animated. Uh, it, was, it, was it at least? It was. So it did, it, was it did the wallpaper, and then it did the log uh, logon screen, the company oh, logon screen. Beautiful. It replaced the company logon screen. So all she would see is Nicolas Cage in the background with the hair flowing in the wind. It was so good.
0: I'm, I'm picturing that. It sounds sounds really beautiful. So I'm sitting there. Of Nicholas Cage as their background.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting there giggling, and of course she calls into IT. Hey, I think uh, I think my my computer is infected with something. I'm like, oh uh, uh, what makes you think that? Of course, is the conversation I'm listening in. Uh, well, I don't know, but there's a really handsome movie uh, actor on the background. I'm like. A computer, and of course, uh, you know, I, I have to stop the IT person from taking this seriously, and I of course confess what I was doing and had a bit of fun. But that was already proceeded into a ticket. They listened to the call, and then I was talking, brought into the office. Hey, why were you using rubber ducky like this? It was just, uh, you know, a, a wholesome bit of fun. No, no one, no one was hurt in the in the making of this prank, and they just blew the whole thing off. Thank goodness. But
0: so to get to the serious part of it for just a second, I think this is part of where security awareness training comes in really heavily. Because the second you have somebody plugging in a, an anonymous thumb drive or something that they don't know where it came from, uh, there's, a, there's a strong potential business risk. And, and I'm grateful it was a joke.
1: Yeah, imagine but it like, wasn't a cheeky guy trying to have a prank. Instead, it was somebody malicious. That could have been a real thing. But regardless, you know, if that was beyond a prank that should have went through the security department, more people would have known, managers would have been let on in. You know, I, I, I know why I shouldn't have done it. However, I did enjoy the prank greatly.
0: I'm not necessarily saying you shouldn't have even done it. I'm just saying the the person shouldn't have picked up the the thumb drive and plugged it in. Big time. And yeah, but Big time. Uh, and man,
1: that's, that's a real thing that people uh, do. Like if you hire a security company, some people, they literally pay them to try to penetrate the business. And that's one of their tactics mm-hmm. they use when these paid companies. They'll leave thumb, thumb drives with the business logo in the park. And that's what well, I did.
0: And it was fun. A lot of companies like ours say, hey, we do pen testing. And then they run a simple vulnerability scan against the building. I'm taking this as a chance to like use jokes to t- teach actual, te- uh, you know, teach actual things here. So well done. I really appreciate the segues. You're welcome. But You're welcome. I I was literally literally having this conversation with somebody the other day who was like, people say pen testing and they, they think it means running a simple vulnerability scan like on the firewall and internally on the network. A reality is a pen test is an extremely expensive thing to do and it requires some very skilled people and it's like, it could be physical security. Like, can the person get in the building and gain physical access to your machine? Like, I've walked into a ton of different office or buildings and businesses before just acting confidently and people are letting me into their server rooms because I'm I'm here as IT. People just let you in when you act confidently. Like that that's a real big potential business risk. Big time. Huh. And same with like those thumb drives. Like that, it's a joke and it was, I'm glad it was a funny, I mean, it, it is it is funny, but at the end of the day, like people pick, somebody picking something up in the driveway or just plugging something in that was mailed to them is a really big thing to be aware of.
1: Now on the same line as this, we'll call it the same category of prank. My manager is very OCD, especially when it comes to the performance of his computer. We worked at an internet service provider, and he had a very high-end computer. He liked to do a bunch of multitasking, and he definitely used the power of his machine, but he's very OCD about his office, his computer running the way he wants it, the whole thing. So I decided that I purchased a device called a Phantom Keystroker. Uh, it's another device that looks just like a USB drive, but it's it's black. This is supposed to be hidden. You don't want to see this one. Oh, is it like
0: one of those little nubby USB ones?
1: It's, it's a little longer because back in the day, they didn't have those nice little nubby ones. So this is a little bigger. But again, it, it's not supposed to get attention is the point. On it, it had a couple different switches. And what you do is you plug it into a computer. And based upon the switches on the setting on the side of the flash drive, the the stick, it would randomly just throw the mouse around, randomly type in a bunch of characters, randomly lock your screen for no reason. And it would do it on a very random interval like you it wouldn't do it consistently because then you get so so po'd with it you'd give up like it would do it like every 20 minutes every and then it would switch to a couple hours and it'd start doing it again it was a wonderful device plugged it in and it took him like a half a week and it you could hear him because he was down the hall you could hear him smack his mouse and swear it was a lot of fun it's it's a great prank it's really hard to find this device nowadays
0: sometimes i'm really glad that you work in minnesota and we're in southern california i promise because- you if i was
1: in office your, your life would be much more frustrating
0: <laughs> i promise it, well it'd be a lot more interesting it I, really would. so i'm uh well i do lock my computer when i go to the restroom so i don't need uh, that as long
1: as i got a usb port i'm in baby
0: oh uh, well yeah but see, see now that i know that you've got that uh that personality you're like can i come to the office for a week no you should go to starbucks <laughs>
1: I'm the kind of guy that if, if I'm at your house and I see that you're like soaking linens in a sink of green liquid, I will dump sure. the liquid and put jello mix in there. Like I am that guy all day long
0: <laughs> uh, just to have uh, fun with you. Oh, man. I think it might be good that you're a remote work-from-home person. Right.
1: <laughs> your, your your turn. Well, what do you got up your sleeve, or are you a much wholesome gentleman?
0: Oh, goodness. So it, we had a few times where we were having some security training around the office, and people weren't locking their machines when they walked away. I'm really close to a good point, Jamie. I'm really close to blocking unknown USB devices. <laughs> They're so for a couple of different like we both for a client and for a couple of users around the office somebody left their computer on un, uh unlocked and so we went and found it he happened to drive a jeep and so we joked that his jeep was always broken we found some really hilarious jeep broken down images and put them as his background we we, we did that pretty regularly because he would leave his computer unlocked and we would just go throw a new broken jeep image on his background and lock screen and we did a few uh, like my my pink ponies that kind of thing absolutely you know you get resetting people's backgrounds to something that's hopefully not too offensive but uh you know kind of, kind of the Nicolas cage you know flowy hair level of yeah hilariousness you gotta have fun so
1: yeah, you gotta have fun all right next one down my list so for those that uh, don't know of voip phones that's voice over ip these phones are fantastic they make it so you can work from home and just unplug your phone, take it home with you. They're a lot more flexible than the old school phones. It's just as long as it has internet connection, you've got your full desktop phone. They're with you. And, I, of course, I've deployed all kinds of these. I used to sell different VoIP systems, install VoIP systems. And doing that and being the IT guy, of course, there's certain people I pick on. And you could be able to you can log into these remotely and support them from a different location. Even for Etop. I work in Minnesota, they work in California. If they had more VoIP phones, they haven't given them the keys yet and they won't after this conversation. Uh, it's very easy to support those from remote remote locations. So when I'm working with friends, one particular guy, they did this because he didn't know how to change the wallpaper in his computer. So they put everything to cats. Boom. I'm gonna put I'm the wallpaper a dog oh, I'm was... assuming
0: he was a dog guy.
1: Maybe. <laughs> He's like a real macho dude, and they want to put everything as fuzzy kittens. I think is the big thing. So you know, wallpaper on the Voip phone. Every week they change his different uh, wallpaper on his uh, phone to different fuzzy cute kittens. His ringtone gets changed to meow 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 meow. The whole thing. I uh, you know I've went a step further. That was one separate case. Uh, What I used to do is pick my favorite people, and beside this cat person, and I would change their uh, hot buttons. So they'd have these key buttons that would automatically dial their people they. Uh, dial most common so I'd log into the phone and change the hot buttons to have all the hot buttons read the same thing like it was if it was going to another business or another extension it would read the same on the phone but when they press it it would dial a gynecologic office in another state that was a lot of fun (laughs) your face (laughs) and he just couldn't get it because every Uh, time he hit a hot button it just gynecology how can I help you
0: oh that's oh. A lot of fun. So first off, this is why we don't have phones on our desks, because you would find a way to screw them. Absolutely. And and also why techs don't have access to our own internal systems, because that sounds like a bad idea, especially after this conversation.
1: Sometimes we take the handset, you know, the the actual piece that you pick up and put to your, to your face, not just a headset, have- a handset. And we replace sure. that handset because you could order like Victorian era phones. Off of the internet. So then we just replace his phone one day with like an old school, it looks like a rotary phone with like this ornate handle and just make him look like he's completely out of his mind and for the day he'd have to use it because he wouldn't know where the phone is and he'd have to make phone calls or answer the phone so it was just I'm just
0: picturing this guy with like this gigantic phone handset and going imagine
1: yeah imagine like an ivory handle you know with gold accents it looks like a chandelier in his hand it was it was beautiful
0: oh man I'm picturing that's that yeah the poor elephants from the ivory handle
1: 100% you know, it looked that's like amazing. that. It was a knockoff. No elephants were hurt in the making of these pranks.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Well, I suppose if it's a VoIP uh, Victorian-era phone, that's pretty pretty epic. It was pretty great. Well, pro- probably one of my other favorite things to do to really cause some frustration. So it's not quite the mouse wiggler, but you can plug in, uh, get yourself a wireless mouse and keyboard, and you can uh, plug it into somebody's uh, device, and you can just have it on your desk and just randomly move the mouse, you know. Yeah, just just keep slapping it, around, it, moving. Yeah, you, if you feel like irritating somebody, you can uh, you just totally plug the little the dongle into their computer, and then you walk away, and you can screw with them for the next couple of weeks. Because you know it happens whenever you think about it. Whenever you want to mess with somebody, you can just kind of press the move the mouse and uh, cause them some anxiety and frustration.
1: It's cheaper than trying to find that phantom keystroker I told you about earlier. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's wireless. They're not going to Maybe. see a smaller dongle. You know.
0: Right. I mean, those little like Logitech dongles are you know they stick out you know, a quarter inch from the computer. Right winning all the way around yeah seriously one of the suggestions was brought up was a sticky tape under the mouse so like over the optical sensor oh that's a classic and so oh that's a beautiful one yeah and that's not going to ruin the mouse either Right, yeah. you just it just it becomes irritating, and if you get like the really clear stuff or like the more clear stuff, like it'll still sort of work, but it becomes very sluggish.
1: So my favorite is going a step further, and I found this online. This is not me. This is another evil genius. So credit does not go go to my my idea here. But uh, I knew a guy that bought on talked to the guy online. He uh-huh. bought a roll of stickers with uh, like his boss's face on it. Yeah. You know, some like meme that they found in the company that they made, and then they use that to stick underneath. So they flip over the mouse to fix it, and then of course there's their boss you know with a with a weird face on it so it just added a little bit more flavor to that prank
0: that's actually pretty brilliant i i feel like you already have the picture of my face that you're going to turn into stickers
1: i shouldn't have had this podcast in retrospect with you i should have waited (laughs) until the next time i went to california
0: you totally should have waited until Uh, until. you're you're not
1: you weren't prepared now you are
0: no i'm not letting you near my office
1: Clearly. Oh, uh, where's man. the keys? We're locking up. Uh, oh, right.
0: One of the more classic well, see, this hands. is why I use a rollerball, so now you can't... Uh, oh, I just thought that
1: was from your, you know, um, arthritic, uh, you know, self.
0: Oh. You know? No, no. My, my hands are... It's, it's okay. I'm getting some uh, light carpal tunnel. And here, I thought you uh, had some
1: sponsorship with the nursing home or something.
0: I don't... Know. No, that... I'm, sa- I'm saving up for... Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I, there's no way to come back from that. So I'm just <laughs> stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and roasted. Uh. Another great prank that I used to do, and this was early on in my career, is we were in a much less professional environment that I did this in. Just to let you know, it wasn't necessarily okay. a business office, it was more of in a back room. No customers heard this and whatnot. I would write a script that would change the volume to whatever speaker they're using to max when this happened, it would replace the Windows shutdown sound and the windows start up sound. Now if you've heard it it's you know the, the classic sure. windows sound. And I would re- replace it with explosive diarrhea. <laughs> It was so much Dad. fun. But you cannot do this in a professional business environment. It's got to no, be like in a no, backroom no. shop or something else. And it's so much fun because more of these backroom shops, they're connected to like little speaker systems because that's where they'll play their Spotify or Pandora. So while they're working through the day and it's only at it's the end of the day when they shut down their computer or turn it on that they get this. It's so much fun.
0: Oh, that's that's funny.
1: Just a repulsive echoing across the shop. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is something that would happen at like a, one of those PC repair shops back back room kind of thing.
1: Yeah. You hit the nail on the <laughs> head, my
0: guy. <laughs> a bunch of uh, a bunch of teenagers all pranking each other. Oh goodness! For sure. You got another one, my friend. <sighs> So this isn't so much a prank as a funny ticket that we've gotten recently. Awesome. Um I had a client call me. Their their building had no power and he's like, "I need you to get, you know, Spectrum stinks." So Spectrum is the only provider at that at that office for internet. He's like, "I really need you to get me some some better internet that stays on when the power goes off." I, I was like, "Dude, if you can if we can find that, like this is gold, but I don't think this works the way you think it works." Started like trying to talk back through it or back through the process with him. He's like, I need I need wireless internet so that way my it stays on when the internet's down or the power's down. I'm like, dude, if the power's off, nothing's gonna work. He's like, oh, I'll have a generator. I'm like, well then plug it into the internet, it'll come back on. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting here going, like, let's walk through this process. Like, the reason the internet's down is not because there's a problem with the internet, it's because you have no power. Right. If you have generators, oh, I hadn't thought about that. So it's not 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 as hilariously funny, but no, but more, more the, the kind of the logic your way through. Give I, me some of that Elon Musk internet, so that way it never goes down.
1: <laughs> I love, I love the moment where they're panicking and they're they're just so focused on what they're trying to do. They're not even taking a second to understand what's going on. So they're just like, I just need to get this done, please. And I'm like, no, no, the city's power's out. No one gets this. And then if you could pedal real fast, we might be able to get it going. And then you you can prank the customers in their moment of misjudgment.
0: Oh, and that's and that's it. I mean, it's like they had they literally had like 10 power trucks out in front of their building because they were replacing lines and apparently they'd sent a thing saying, hey, we're going to shut your office down and nobody told the owner. And he's just <laughs> freaking out like I, I have to, we have to stay up and keep running and I need to reopen and I'm like, dude there are 10 power trucks in front of your building replacing power lines for like three miles on that street. Good luck on the same
1: note uh, you know it's not necessarily customers there they're not oblivious but sometimes they just don't understand
0: sure absolutely so,
1: as a technician you should not prey on that weakness but sometimes they're just such low-hanging fruit just like that you know power outlet moment i was running my own business years ago and i had a customer that came in and said uh you know I, f- I forget if something wasn't working right and the update installed but they wouldn't they didn't restart their computer that's all they had to do was turn off the computer turn it back on and it would be fixed they didn't get it they said i have to come see you the whole thing it was of course uh, you know forgive me but an elderly uh, gal she came in and at the time, I had my location sitting at a local coffee shop, sure. and no one was there. I was good friends with the coffee shop owner. That's where I had my business location is in the coffee shop. This customer brought the computer to me, and she she literally says, I don't know, we need like an exorcism or something. The light bulb went in my head. I had to have a giggle. I know there were candles lit next to me in the coffee shop. No one was Art. in there. I took the moment. I'm like, okay, seance it is. She's like, what, we're doing an exorcism on your computer. And she's just like, yeah, whatever, just just make, make it happen. I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this together. Otherwise, we can't get it fixed. And she's kind of serious with me. She doesn't know what I'm doing. I said, set down your computer and shut it down. So she shuts it on the counter and shuts it down. I grabbed the candles, put it, or, like there was three candles, I think, put two candles next to it. And then I had one in my hand and I kind of waved it above. In a, oh, circle, a circle fashion.
0: I'm like, okay. Please tell me it spilled wax all over it. No, no, no. No, 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 just a legit I wanted system. to. Okay, that's amazing.
1: I wanted to, but I just just waved the candle around it. I'm like, okay, now turn it on. She's like, what?
0: That didn't fix it.
1: She turns it on. Sure enough, it's fixed. And that's all she could do is tell all her friends for the week. I would have people calling me up. It's
0: like, uh, can do you exercise my computer? Can you exercise <laughs> my computer, please? <laughs> So, so to, I told you, like, as we talked, you know, I would come up with some things. So this is really OG computer time here. So my, my dad owned a computer shop back in, like, the 80s to early 90s. Right. And so he was super into it. My mom, like, high technology is a sewing machine. Like, very low-tech person, doesn't like computers. I mean, everyone's like, you must know a lot about computers because your husband owns a computer shop. And she's like, don't talk to me about computers. So we were at church And the video monitor was just going, it was wiggling back and forth. And they were like, Laura, do you know anything about this monitor? Because it's broken. It's just, it's waving back and forth. And she's like, well, sometimes I know my husband will bang it like that on the side of the monitor and it'll work. (laughs) And sure as not, like she banged the side of the monitor and it's one of those old gigantic CRT monitors back in the day. And so it just realigned the, you know, whatever the photon guns in those things. And sure enough, like, just one good solid, you know, percussive maintenance, and the thing was back up and running perfectly. And she was now the computer genius, and she's like, "Great! Now you're gonna ask me questions that I don't know the answer to." Just all over. One, one, one fell swapped to the side, and you're, you're set. Exactly. Same, same thing, right? I worked for an
1: ISP for years, and I would be sent uh, to, at like, I don't know, like a tier three, tier four deal. I would get only the sure. craziest calls. So sure enough, I had the supervisor of one of the install tech teams uh, give me a call and says, "Hey." I don't, I don't understand what's going on at this house. I need your help. I'd be that guy. So I was dealing with an issue at their house and I identified that it was a cable modem connection and I knew it was going on already but I was there. So I had some fun with it because I knew knew the guy's house that I was being sent out at. Okay. And I wanted to mess with the technician. It was a new, new technician in the field. The internet's just not working and they can't get the cable modem levels provisioning quite right. I sure. already knew it was bad grounding. I knew that they're already fixing it. They're literally digging up lines. I know exactly what's going on. But I'm not telling them that. I'm, I'm pretending to be wizard here so i get in the place the customer's watching the noob technician that's like his first or second week at the company is behind me and i'm like oh i know exactly what to do so i grab i un- untwist the coaxial cable from the modem you know just like the old-fashioned cable television uh, sure. it's that same coaxial cable. Sure. i already know it's a grounding issue and i know it, i can temporarily fix it so i just take it and I, I kid you not i'm like oh let's just do this and i take the tip of the coaxial and cable and i lick it Uh <laughs> I lick it and I I said well you know it's not quite moist enough and I lick it again and the customers (laughs) just sitting there like they're like shitting their pants they're like what in the hell are you doing right now and the the technician he's got like both hands on his face like oh you're one of those you know not knowing what's going on I plug Uh it in perfect levels they get internet for the next 15 minutes Like, the whole thing connects and works, but of course it's going to go bad because of bad grounding, but it's just enough to, like, they thought I was some sort of wizard MacGyver that could blow a gum wrapper into a phone (laughs) to get free minutes. Oh, you should have seen it, like, his head exploded. He was just ready, like, I'm not ready, I'm quitting, and the customers, (laughs) like, you are the best, like. I don't want you to lick anything else in my house, but that, that worked great for me. That worked great for me a lot. Excuse
0: me, sir. The only thing you're allowed to lick is that. Now you can leave, please. Right. Uh, so for those crazy. that
1: don't know, the signal ratio on cable modems, if you have bad grounding, uh, you can clear it up by literally grounding... The, uh, just like you do on power A to B, but then it'll just go bad again if you don't fix the issue. So yeah, taking I'm not telling you to lick your coaxial cables. This was a one time deal. Let the professionals do the job. Any advice on
0: this podcast should be cleared with your doctor or your lawyer or electrician first. So <laughs> please don't take us seriously and actually lick your cables.
1: <laughs> right? Don't don't do that. But okay, it was a good one.
0: Uh, uh, now that we got that out of the way. So it's a f- kind of common tickets that are kind of funny, but you know when people swear, people make fun of us for saying, or make fun of IT folks for saying, restart your computer. But then we go and actually restart it, and it fixes the problem a lot of a the lot. time. Or people say, I did restart the computer, and then you go, look, and it's been on for forty days. Yeah. Or, oh I no, think, I just I think, restarted
1: I think, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot Yeah, log I just restarted that. it.
0: Well, and then you realize that they turn their monitor off and on. How often does that happen? All the time. Yeah, I mean, more more times than I can count. You know, the monitor has only been on for two Hours, but the computer's been on for you know 40, so it, it's a lot of it stuff like that. Most of our day to day stuff is pretty simple, thankfully. Uh, unless you're dealing with QuickBooks, in that case, yeah, all bets are off. Because if you need a hug, I'm here for you, get it out. Just- <laughs> it's QuickBooks,
1: it <laughs> Intuit. Why?
0: <laughs> I, I think it's pretty much any of the uh, any of the Intuit products, it is what it is. Like, we're not getting away from it anytime in this century, but it- <laughs> Yeah. If you could choose an accounting program that wasn't into it, please do that. So
1: you were getting at something. You said if we restart computers and then you're going to tell us a cool story. It went well, po-
0: so it actually, it actually fixed a website for somebody. So we got a really hilarious ticket the other day that said, I can't order from Panera. And I'm, I'm sitting here going, oh, how, how did... <laughs> Like uh, our brains are just short short circuiting. Like, like okay, so you ordering lunch is now a technical IT problem. Like, what's going on? Well, we we call because like that's our job. We do a check in and right. Like, well, I restarted my computer and it finally loaded, and it's like, oh. You needed Panera? I, I like, just
1: like to know the thought press on that one. Like I am so hungry. I need Panera bread. I need Panera I ref- right
0: now. It's like it's like Del Taco or you know. I refuse you, to do we, this we- on
1: my phone. I need to do this on the company computer. You know, maybe we're having one of those business meetings and they want to cater exactly. in. You know, I need we, we this gotta- now. Please call ETOP. We need sandwiches.
0: It was a remote worker. She's never going to the office. Oh man, I need Panera delivered. Stat. No, it's uh, it's just funny stuff. Most of the funniest stuff comes from people just not stopping for two seconds and thinking about it. You know, and I'm and I'm grateful that they're willing to tell us that they can't load Panera and order lunch because it means we're going to hear about the problems before they become bad.
1: Yeah, they're they're going to be the squeaky
0: so, wheel in the system at least. And and it's a funny ticket out of it. So. I got two more. Two more. I got two oh, more. Man, you're loaded with. So you're definitely the pranker. I'm not. I'm
1: not that. You're funny you're so person. clean cut. You know. I'm just. You're just too nice.
0: Yeah, I'm too
1: nice. You're- i got to haze you more often. Uh, here's one I was going to save just for you, but oh, uh, bring it I'll, on. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the table. There's these little things, and you can look them up if you just Google the, the term cricket Noisemaker. Now, these you can get on Wish.com, you can get them on eBay, whatever you're looking for. They're about the size of a 50 cent piece. They're very small. On the back side they have a magnet, on the front side is uh, like a little uh, computer chip with a watch battery. Yes. All right? You take yes. this device and you, flick, uh, you turn it on, they have a switch, and then you're going to have like two settings, and you hide that somewhere in the office. It doesn't have to be somewhere super obvious. You can hide it behind a bookcase. You can put it wherever you want to hide them. In the chat they said 50 cent piece might mean something different uh, time and day. I don't know. A bigger than a quarter, you know.
0: I'd it's probably, a watch. It's a one of the. It's a, like it's the, the size bigger, of a watch. Uh, watch batteries.
1: Well, not the watch battery. The the device itself. It's like a, the right. size of a whole watch on your wrist. So it's it's nice and small to hide. Anyways, you can hide this ominously anywhere in the office. They have the magnet on there, so you can get real crafty with it. I used to put them inside the panelled ceilings and whatnot. Somewhere where it's open to the air and not covered is the only th- thing you need. It can be underneath a desk, in a drawer, oh, the,
0: okay, okay, somewhere.
1: Right, you put that in there, and it's programmed that randomly. It could be once every 15 minutes, and then the next one will be in two hours. The next one's in 20 minutes. It's very random depending on the per one you purchased, and it just gives an ominous cricket noise. But that little audio chip in there, and I don't know how they do the magic in it, but the pitch, no matter where you put it at, the audio will bounce around the room. It's very hard to precisely guess where the cricket is in the office. But could continually it'll have the the cricket noise go off in their office and it will drive them mad I had a manager for 45 plus days with that in their office and they were going crazy they couldn't understand what one day I come to work and he's completely rearranging all the furniture in his office. And this is like, you know, sea level deal, right? Rearranging all the furniture in his office and then literally calling to see if he can't get the exterminator to see if they put some traps or spray in his room to call maintenance. It was so much fun. And it drove him up the wall. He uh... would just crick, crick. And he, I, I remember having like a one-on-one in his office. And we'll be sitting there. And sure enough, during the, the half an hour one-on-one, it go off and he just freeze. And like, did you hear that? And then we have a conversation asking, "Did you know where that came from? Did you hear that?" Now listen, you <laughs> me stop. I'm like, and of course I'd paint it up thinking that he's crazy, the whole thing. Uh I didn't after hear you after that long, he tore apart his office and found that I put it in a panel in the ceiling. And of course, who else would do it in the office? There's, you know, 350 people in the company. I'm the only one he immediately assumes. And that right there, that is that is bias. That is some BS. It could be, it could have been anyone. All right. That is unfair. But these are very inexpensive. You can get them for a couple bucks. Best oh, prank in the a, world. A
0: three-pack is 20 bucks now. Three pack, 20 bucks. That's the economy we're living in. Right. Oh man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. If there's ever if there's ever a cricket noise, I know to just tear my office apart <laughs> and then mail it back to you.
1: He did it multiple
0: times. It was so good. Oh. The fact that he went straight to you should be a pretty good indication of the other things that happened in the office.
1: I literally got it. It was sitting on my desk with a note saying you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> a lot oh, of fun.
0: man. A lot of fun. So I think we are going to be making a policy that says that Robbie's not allowed to work in the office. There you go. <laughs> you, can, you can go to the uh, local Starbucks. You're not coming here. Ex- exactly. We, we can sit outside, but you're not coming inside. All right, I got one last oh, one. You got any more? One last one. I work with a cyber insurance company called Fifth Wall, and shout out. I w- yeah, shout out yeah, right, exactly. Actually, we're gonna get them on this podcast here sometime in the near future because they do really darn good work. They help make sure you get the right cyber insurance. I- I'm not affiliated in any way other than that I think they just do good work. But I was I was I was having fun trading memes with uh, one of their salespeople. I totally was like, I should do a really funny web page for them. So I did all the walls at a, at a subdomain. So I had chat GPT write up a really funny review with a picture of myself called all the walls. And I sent it to him. He's like, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, it's, you know, why you should have cyber insurance and really funny, snarky review, fake review. Basically I sent it to him and he thought it was hilarious. And he sent it to his marketing and they wanted to actually use it. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. But the best part was, is like, I, I was able to build it with chat GPT in about, Ten minutes because I I told it what I wanted this to say I I gave it some pictures and I was able to publish it up to a website you know extremely quickly I love using I love using tools like that to create jokes for people
1: so next time you want to make your your meme your company office meme exactly throw it into Chat GPT and if you don't like it tell it uh, to do it as a, uh, write this as your favorite actor that's what I have fun with
0: I so I we were we were doing I was doing a password like why you should have a good password i told it to write a story from shakespeare's perspective and it was pr- that was pretty good and then i told it to write a poem from the perspective of mr Mackey on south park
1: i'm here to tell you about drugs and alcohol and why they're bad okay
0: it was beautiful <laughs> it was like passwords good passwords oh good okay and it just it was like I, I totally as i read it i heard mr <laughs> Mackey from south park in my head re- re- t- talk talking about why good passwords are important gather around kids I mean, it was great. You can um, do
1: this to make the meme. In fact, if you find, like, a company memo, and you just want to have some fun, and you're just laughing between your, yourselves, you know, be careful of HR. But, you know, throw it in chat GPT if it's not uh, something, uh, you know, security riddled or some, you know, proprietary piece. But as long as you feel it's safe, put it in chat GPT and have it. Rewrite this as, and then, like you said, Mr. Mackey or Robin Williams or, you know, whoever you want, George Clooney.
0: You, you can have a lot of fun with it. And so, like, it's just, you try to have fun and give people, have a good time without being too too crazy. Okay. So, but what's, you said you had one more. What's the last one? I
1: do. I want to leave the listeners with something that they can do in their office. You know, we're a self-help podcast with technology. So we I'm going to give one to you. Uh, a lot of these we we can only do, maybe write a script. They're a bit complicated. The cricket one's easy. We'll have a link for that. But the last one that I did is there was a, a good guy that I worked with in another department. And... I wanted to prank him to have some fun. I know he wasn't technologically savvy, but I wanted to do something that just make him smile. So I hopped into his computer one day because I was, again, I'm part of the technical support department in this particular company at the time, and he had an issue. So I took care of the issue for him while he was out taking care of customers or something else, and I decided to install a program that I don't think works today. There's a newer version I'll have a link for you. And it essentially had Penguins that would just walk across his screen all the time. He starts his computer and suddenly penguins would just come out of every corner of his monitor. They would walk on the taskbar, walk in the windows. If he moves his mouse, he whack him in the head and knock him out on, by accident. Um, if he moves a window, they would fall off the window and like okay, fall down hilarious. with little umbrellas, you know. In, and then Christmas time in like December, I remember this. yeah, in Christmas time in December, they would immediately December first start wearing Santa hats. And then fall down, you know.
0: Were they they turkeys in Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, Yes. Yes, they were turkeys. They were chasing on Thanksgiving. The penguins were chasing. Even better. It was a lot of fun. I left it on his computer, and he never said a word. Out of sight, out of mind. Over two years later, he has... I've I've gone and moved up the corporate ladder. You know, I'm at this time uh, doing a different job entirely. And I'm still in touch with the IT department and whatnot. But uh, (laughs) apparently, uh, he calls in. To the IT department, saying, "Hey, I need help with this." They log into his machine, and they're and he's trying to show them what's going on. So you go here, you go here. And then I can't open this, and the IT person's just losing their mind. And they're like, "It's like they're Fire in the Twilight Zone," would. because the person won't acknowledge the army of penguins across his computer literal army of penguins on multiple monitors just littered in penguins and said he's serious and just showing the it person the issue he's mm. having that he needs help with and the it person's like you see the penguins right oh yeah they've been there for years oh. They had no idea i did it had no idea that i was the one responsible you know, uh, I mean, and at this point,
0: it sounds like they should have known.
1: Well, he didn't care because he could use his computer, and he just giggled and went on with his day. He ignored wow, them. Amazing. And it's so, it, you know, imagine two and a half years of living with an army of penguins across your computer screen. He just It just becomes second nature. He doesn't even acknowledge they exist at this point, right? So he's showing, and he's like, you know, killing penguins, throwing them off m- windows, and he's showing what's going on on his computer, and she's just in a twilight zone. She doesn't know whether to, you know, see documentation or call to see it, you know, let people know that, you know, the machine's been uh, pwned in some situation or hacked oh,
0: that's amazing and she's sure. freaking
1: out so she literally brings it up uh and and takes screenshots she freezes and shuts down the computer goes in full ransomware protocol in the company it hits the manager that particular manager was the same guy who had the crickets and put it all together <laughs> so i I'm, I'm sitting there traveling at a business meeting Right? And I get uh, I get like four or five phone calls from the company. And I step out of the meeting. I'm like, what's going on? And it's him on the other end. All right, jackass, you need to fix this immediately. I'm like, what's going on? There's, I don't know, a million penguins on this person's screen? I'm like, it's... And I just... I start bending over and laughing. I'm like, it, that was two and a half years ago. He still has the <laughs> same computer? Yeah. You need to take these off immediately. And I'm just... Lost it and losing it.
0: You can the program, guys. It's not that hard. So I have to de escalate Uh the whole
1: situation. They start the thing over. I I show them where the auto start is, and it's it's a simple deal. But Uh oh, it was great. So I found that that program, it was originally written in uh, Windows 98, has been updated for your use. Uh, It is now called eSheep and they have sheep, penguins, all different types of settings and you can put like little happy penguins across, they'll graze in your taskbar. It's a lot of fun. It's a benign program that doesn't take any uh, system resources really. Uh, but more importantly, they have an upgraded version and I've been using this more recently. It's called Desktop Goose. This takes it a step further and I find this is much more invasive. The, the e-sheep, or the penguins, don't do anything. They're just there to, to make you giggle and point at. The Desktop Goose, however, that actually will run across the screen, bite and grab your cursor, and drag it across the monitor, and it'll just uh. continually doing random acts of hijacking across your computer. Uh. It's so much fun. It is not a virus. It's just free, clean software. It's a good, healthy prank. I'll have a link to it as well, Desktop Goose. It's a whole lot of fun.
0: So if you So there's a really funny... So I found it on uh, eSheep64bit. Uh, it was funny. Yep. Somebody left a one out of five star review. I can't uninstall it. Every time I try to click on the app, it makes more sheep. <laughs> then the developer... <laughs> <laughs> then, then the developer replied with, maybe you activated the auto destroy mode. At this point, you get always more sheep until your PC will explode. Shut down your computer before it is too late. And I'm just... uh I'm dying. Yeah, the application allows you to control how many
1: sheep you can put. You know, dozens of sheep. You can make it go on multiple monitors. Um, you can allow sound so you'll hear it randomly. You know, it's a lot of fun. But the goose one, you gotta try it. Uh, it literally is just that plus more.
0: I, I am going to go out on a ledge and say, please don't install these things on your computer, especially not your work computer. Oh man, that's just giving me like security nightmares here. <laughs> I'll still have a link out there for you, but don't do it. Oh, here's do a it. here's
1: a bridge. Don't jump off of it. But yeah, jump off. Of it,
0: you know what I'm saying? Here's Starbucks. Don't get a drink. Yeah. You don't uh, need ca- don't caffeine. Here's Starbucks. That was, this was a this was a fun kind of semi technology related podcast where Yeah. We can, uh, but it was, it was a little bit more hijinks related. So if you see goose, sheep or
1: penguin, know that it's not a virus. You know? Calm down.
0: Well, it and, might be, but it's at least a fun virus. It's at least a fun virus. <laughs> oh man oh goodness so next time I think we might talk about automation or maybe cybersecurity, or something something a little more like accurately uh, business tech related but at the same time remember have some fun you know your IT people like to have fun don't do this to your IT guy yeah please don't install the goose on your computer yeah prank him with physical things like
1: a whoopee cushion you know keep it classic for your IT guy thanks for the break for the regular scheduled programming anything else you got to add BJ
0: no, we appreciate you. Uh if you if you if you like what you're hearing, like and subscribe, leave a five star review on any of the platforms, we'd really appreciate that. And if you have any questions, please email podcast at etoptechnology.com and we'll if you have ideas or suggestions for a podcast, please let us know. We'd love to have you on. Businesstechplaybook.com. Thanks so much. Beautiful. Bye. Thank you.